You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. In this episode, we're talking about the three biggest mistakes I see course creators make. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about mistakes. And I'm going to be honest, I don't like harping about the mistakes I see people make because the truth is that most people I know go out of their way to try and build a good course. Um, And I don't want to take away from what they're giving and what they're trying to do and that they're putting the best efforts into it. So this isn't coming from um, a place of being nasty or horrible, but what I want you to know is what I see other people do that I think you could do better. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to help you understand where people are going wrong and how you can take that on board and do different things instead. Okay. Sounds fair. So this isn't a dig at everyone, but I want you to know what I see happening in the industry that I think you can do better. So the first biggest mistake I see course careers make is not truly understanding the needs of their audience. And I'm sure you've seen this in courses you've taken or courses you've seen launched where courses just don't hit the mark with what they're trying to achieve. To build a great course, you need to truly understand who it is you're building a course for. What, where are they at in their life? What are they struggling with? What is the problem that your course is trying to solve? What content do you need to build into the course to solve that problem? But then even thinking about things like delivery methods, how much time do they have in their day? Are they on the move? All those sorts of bits and pieces. If you truly understand who your audience is and what they need, you're going to be able to build a much better program simply because you know them. You know what they want. Now, this isn't always easy, especially if you don't have an existing established audience, but really dig into whoever you do already have access to, whoever's on your list, or go and do some really good research. Have a poke around, look at what's happening in Facebook groups, look at the questions that people are asking. It's sometimes a great place to do research is to get into one of the bigger Facebook groups and see what people are asking questions about, because obviously they genuinely have a problem. That's why they're reaching out for help. And there's a gap in that market where they can't find the help they need. So do your research. If you don't have an existing audience or truly get to know your audience, what do they need from you? The second biggest mistake I see course creators make is not seeing a clear, realistic launch date for their program. And this is a big one. So note there was a couple of words I used there, one of them being realistic. I see it two phase. One, I see people not set a launch date at all. And so they just have on their to-do list, build a course. And you and I both know how that goes, right? I've got things on my to-do list like that. They're big projects that are kind of a one-day thing. And if they never have a timeline and they never have a launch date and they've got nothing holding me accountable to them, then they will sit on that list forever untouched. And those are big projects like write book, build new website, write a course. So having no clear launch date is a really big warning signal to me that that course is never going to get done or will take a really, really long time to get done simply because you haven't got a deadline and something holding you accountable to finishing it. But on the flip side, I see a lot of clients and um, students and people come to me with unrealistic deadlines. And if you want to build a good program, you need a realistic deadline. Now you're going to ask me, what is a realistic deadline? And I don't have the right answer for that because it depends on the size of the program. If you're building a short um, bite size, sort of $29 tiny offer, you're going to build that thing a hell of a lot quicker than if you're building an intensive six to 12 month program. So it kind of depends on what you're building, but you need to think about 
how much time you have in your week, how much time you have outside of client hours and all those other things you're already doing that you can dedicate to your course. You need to think about the time it's going to take you to build and create. So it's not just the recording video time, but the planning, what you want to say, do you need a script? Um, I don't script video. I don't script podcast either, but I do take a couple of clear notes that I want of things I want to cover and what I'd have normally. And what I have for this episode is just three bullet points of things that I need to make sure I touch on during the episode. So it's really a case of understanding what you're trying to build and and how you like to work, but you need to have a realistic launch date for your program. Having that date will help you stay on track. It will help you stay accountable, but you need to be realistic. You can't say I'm going to launch a course next week because I promise you it's just, it won't happen. It's too hard. When I see clients come to me with launch dates that are two weeks or even four weeks out, it's too tight. Um, I would suggest at least set yourself six to eight weeks, especially if this is a first program to give yourself space to build and then think about what's realistic for you. If I see six to eight weeks, that's fine, but I'm pulling that number from my ass. So does that suit you? I don't know. Go away and really think about your schedule and what's happening and how much time you do have to be able to do these things. Mistake number three I see course creators make is not considering the strategy behind their pricing. Now I'm going to go through a little bit of maths in this one. Stick with me with this, I promise. But what I would do what you think about is price point. And what I see a lot of course creators do is pull a price from thin air with no real thinking or strategy behind it. And while it's not product. We're not selling something e-commerce necessarily. Um, And so you don't need to think about shipping costs and the purchasing a wholesale and all that sort of stuff. We do still have costs and expenses to think about. We do still have the time it took us to create this. You do still have the time it takes you to support the program if there's any support included. And what I want you to think about is the strategy behind where the price point fits inside your other services. So is it a lot cheaper than working with you? Is it more expensive than a one-on-one session? If so, what are they getting out of the program that justifies it being more expensive than booking you for an hour of your time? It's those sorts of questions you need to be thinking about, but then you need to think about how you're going to market the program and the maths behind that. So I'm going to run you through a quick example. Bear with me. If it costs you about a dollar a lead to add new people to your email list, if you're getting good quality leads for a dollar, you're doing pretty damn well. If you're spending a dollar a lead, then what you're going to do is you're going to spend about a hundred dollars to get a hundred leads. And that's good value. I think most people in the Facebook ads world at the moment would tell you that that's probably doing really quite well. So it's cost you a hundred dollars to put a hundred people on your list. Now, consider then using email marketing strategies, you're going to sell to maybe one to 2% of your list. And again, That's pretty industry average. In fact, if you're getting 2% of your list converting, you've got a good list. So one to 2%, if you're doing 2%, 100 people on your list, 2% sales, you're making two sales. Now, if your course is $29, you spent $100 to add those people to your list and your two sales made you $58. You are running at a loss of $42 before you've even started. And then you've got to support the program. And then you've got to deal with email support of people whose logging codes aren't working. And then you've got to manage your Facebook group. So I really do want you to think about pricing strategy. If you've got a huge list already and you've got the flexibility to offer something low price, low offer, just to build some interest in your program, go for gold. But if you haven't got a big list, if you need to be spending money or time list building, if you need to be spending money or time supporting the program, then realistically, there isn't a lot of space for a $29 program. It just doesn't work. So remembering you've got to consider how much it's going to cost you to build those leads. And you've got to consider how much it's going to cost you to make the sale and consider how much it's going to cost you to run the program. 
So where does your course sit on a pricing scale? I don't have a right answer for that, but I do want you to think about how much does it cost to work with you in other formats? What support is available in the program? So how much would it realistically cost to get that kind of support? And is the price sustainable for you? Can you run that program long-term? Are you making enough profit if you're going to be putting money into things like Facebook ads? Is the price sustainable for you to run that program? I don't have a right answer to what that price is, but do you want to to put a little bit of thought into that rather than just pulling a price out of thin air. There are people who are making good profits with tiny offers, with $29, $49, $59 programs, but they've thought about their pricing strategy, they understand what they're going in for, and they have a plan, and I want you to think about that too. Okay, so that was the three biggest mistakes I see course creators make, not understanding the needs of their audience, not setting a clear or realistic launch date, and not considering their pricing strategy. So let's have a think about an action step, because you cannot build a course simply by listening to me talk about a course. You need to go and do something. And what I probably want you to do today is reflect back on those three things. So the needs of the audience, clear and realistic launch date, and consider your price point strategy. And think about which one of those you didn't put enough thought into when you were planning your program. If you're already running a program, think back across those three things and think if there's a gap with one of those. Did you put enough thought into understanding the needs of your audience? And if you're not, can you go to them now and dig deeper? Did you have a clear and realistic launch date to get you started? Did you have a price point strategy? If you're still building your course, I don't need you to panic about all of these at the same time because that's not what this is about, but I do want you to pick the one of those that resonated with you the most and spend a little bit of time researching it or putting a new strategy in place and really thinking about it. I don't have right answers all the time when it comes to creating a course. Just like every person's preference of sandwich is different, every course is different and there isn't always a right and a wrong, but rather than just pull answers from thin air, I want you to think about what's going to work for you and your audience and your strategy so that you've got something that's sustainable for you rather than trying to copy what else is going on in the industry. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.